Hello and welcome to Sojourn of Light, your guide to traveling the bridge between spirituality and entrepreneurship. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality using an individual to collective lens as we explore topics including ancient traditions rooted in earth wisdom, holistic wellness, the divine feminine and masculine, relationships, love, liberation, astrology, abundance, legacy, wealth, spiritual gifts, and creative curiosity. Some shows will just be me sharing my insights from my mystical experiences. Others will feature interviews with entrepreneurs, imaginators, and liberationists who are lighting up the world with their spirit-led work. I hope you'll join me on the journey to explore our sacred relationship with divinity as we take our place for the new earth. Check out the about section in order to engage and keep the conversation going. Welcome. beautiful beings. Uh, I am back and it's hard to believe that it has been just about a year since season one wrapped of my podcast, which was at that time called Rhythm and Resilience for anybody that's been following the podcast through the changes and evolutions. And to be real, I didn't know if I was actually ever going to record um, for my podcast again. And reason being is I didn't necessarily think that there was anything that I had to say or had to offer that wasn't already being said that wasn't, uh, that was going to be valuable in a different or unique way. And as I've been going through this dark night of the soul of my own since last year, since 2020 and a time that has been a roller coaster for many of us in so many different and even unexpected ways that for me it really became clear at the very beginning of all of the swift changes taking place in my life that my life as I knew it was never ever going to be the same. It didn't matter how many conversations or meetings I was in with people hoping and praying and fingers crossed for things to get back to normal. I was a little unconvinced because what I knew as an agent of change, as somebody who works in the community day in, day out, if there's anything that I know about change is that once that wave starts, the water, the ripple is going to have such an impact that there is no going back to that this is the reality and the world that we live in now. And I was faced personally with a lot of difficult decisions to make about who I was now, what was the work now. As a leader of a community organization, there were a lot of conversations and pivots and shifts that were being made all throughout last year, 2020, as we were seeing exponential growth and expansion from the work that had been seeded two plus years ago, just in the time that I had been building relationships and community. And one of the things that inherently became more clear to me as the year came, started coming to a close at the end of 2020, I recognized that I was spending my time in ways that were not truly serving me. And whether that was the people that I had surrounded myself with, the business partnerships that I had agreed to, the ways in which I was still 
working, even though I worked for myself, I was still very much abiding by these invisible set of rules for the workplace and, and the world of work. And I was bumping up against all of these things simultaneously, thinking that I was aware enough and had done my work enough to not fall as fast as and as hard as I did into this dark hole of reflection and introspection and personal evolution. But I did. <laughs> I fell hard. And one of the things that that led me to at the end of last year was putting myself on somewhat of a semi sabbatical for my mental health, for my body, which was warning me in so many different ways that I was going too far, too wide, too fast. And my spirit, my soul that was yearning for a different way to be working and to be offering my work and who I am into the world that really allowed me to be fully in my authenticity and having to look at the hard truth of what were the ways that I wasn't fully allowing all of me to come online you know as somebody who works in so many different areas from the financial services side of things to having a background in hospitality and tourism to being a community active community organizer and a racial equity and gender equity facilitator to being an artist to being the founder and leader of a thriving organization and business um you know like my plate was full and I was moving in some very beautiful directions but also the question kept knocking in my soul of are the things that you do you're doing really serving you are you really finding value and is there true reciprocity in all of the things that you're giving yourself to and and if there is reciprocity what kind of energy what's the quality of the energy that you're getting back from those that you are um, seeding so much of your energy into. And that brings me back around to what I said in the very beginning, you know, with this being season two of a podcast that I started after having a lot of hesitation about whether or not I was even going to start the podcast. You know, it feels valuable and real for me to name how hard it is to still show up day in and day out when you know that there is a calling for you to do a certain thing and that the more we resist those soul knocks, those inner urgings, those inner knowings that there's a different direction for us to be walking into, the harder we have to plummet down this dark hole to, to really understand and unpack why it is that we've been neglecting our true desires and our heart for so long. And we have to deal with that grief of breaking our own hearts and letting ourselves down and leaving ourselves out and not really fully seeing our worth and our value. We have to go through a process of forgiveness with ourselves for that. We have to say, look, I left you out of the equation and I left you behind in all of these decisions I was making with everybody else in this household or everybody else in my community or everybody else on my team at work. And I just left you here and I need to ask for your forgiveness for that, you know? And so 
there's this deep inner child work that came up for me as I was going through this process of releasing and grieving and transitioning and implementing. And I'll admit, you know, even though there was a part of me that felt like, yeah, everything that I was doing was in alignment with what God had asked me to do and what my ancestors had told me that I was being called to do, you know, which was to really serve at the margins and to help people to move beyond barriers and limitations and to really unlock their creativity and bring their visions out into the world because we need everybody's light to be fully illuminated if we are to do anything about the darkness that surrounds us on the planet, in our communities, in our systems, in history, and if we're not careful, our future. And so it was my responsibility, it it became my responsibility to really look inward and to say, well, my goodness, how can I make peace with those parts of me that I have just left behind and let stay in the dark and be unexamined, unexplored. And it was at that time, um, around summertime, uh, last year, maybe even into spring, I don't know, forgive me, time is a blur, uh, as it is for many of us. But there was a point in this journey up until recording this next episode. Now, there was a point on my journey where I started to realize that It wasn't that I was being punished. It wasn't as though there were all these things that were happening to me as I was going through this dark night of the soul um, starting last year that actually I had been on this constant and perpetual process of evolution and upgrades since I came into being. And that, yes, this was a very intense part of my journey that I was on, but it didn't just come out of nowhere And it wasn't actually as if it was such a bad thing because what it really was requiring me to do was to step into my power and to step more into my own authenticity, knowing and recognizing that I wanted more for myself than to be stuck doing operations and administrative work, uh, you know, leading organizations and working with clients for pennies um, compared to what I'm worth. That, and I recognize that now and, you know, feeling that disconnect where I had been giving out so much, but there wasn't a whole lot of abundance or, or, um, reciprocity that was helping me fill my cup. And so in this dark night of the soul, again, as I'm on my journey with it and I'm doing this inner work and inner excavation, I go back as far as connecting with my inner child and thought back and reflected on all the times that my inner child had just been left behind that hadn't been considered and talked to that there were some emotions that she didn't get a chance to have space held for her around there were questions there big life questions that she was told to be quiet about and not ask there were some mysteries and magical moments out in the woods and in the forest and by the rivers and in the mountains that she wanted to talk to more people about but that wasn't possible then and uh 
as I was going on this journey with myself and really understanding where a lot of the this rooted root work needed to take place, realizing, of course, that it was back in childhood and that it wasn't just about having to do this begrudging work of the inner child work and what a lot of us are understanding to be shadow work, but that it actually was the evolutionary work that was needed for me to be able to see where my blind spots were, where my areas of weakness were, where I was trying to attract people into my life to fill certain gaps and why I was continuously attracting the same kind of energy and same relationship style to me, why I kept experiencing the same kind of rejection and the same setbacks why I would put in so many hours, but I wasn't receiving or seeing a return on the amount of time that I was putting out into community work and helping other people start businesses and um, supporting family and giving advice to friends. I was, my energy was leaking all over the place. And until I had to sit the fuck down during the onset of the panorama, I didn't recognize I didn't realize that I had leaks, but I, I got to see them. I had to see them because what I felt like God was really preparing me for preparing all of us for is the right now moment where we are really being asked to bring all aspects of ourself in harmony, call back in our energy from all the places that we might've been linking it to be whole, find our wholeness, to be whole, to find our wholeness in the pieces of us that we thought were broken. It's actually, um, as I so beautifully heard a quote about that stuck with me for, that will stick with me for life. And I don't know who said it, but it, the quote goes along the lines of, um, loving where we are cracked because that's where we let the light in or the cracked places being the places where we let the light in. And it's true. And I realized that as big as my heart has been and with the capacity to love in all the different forms of love, not just romantic love, but, you know, love for nature, love for my community, love for my purpose, love for myself, love for my siblings and my relatives, love for my unborn children, you know, just love, just a love for life. And that was the thing that had been silenced when I was a young child. And along the way, I just got so busy being an adult and got so busy being so serious, going about life in a particular way that it somehow felt okay to still continue to punish myself for all the things that didn't go right in my life. And that I was not allowed to have the amount of bliss and joy in investing more time in myself as the artist, as the creative, you know, as the, the, the part of me that just more than anything wants to teach and share and connect with other people who are curious about the things that I'm curious about. And that because there were so many closed doors to me in my own community, that didn't necessarily mean that that was the end of everything for me, that even though it felt like this really deep disappointment and rejection, when there were certain recognitions that 
I didn't get not in not from an ego place, but just let's be real for a moment. If for those of us that are change makers, change agents, leaders in our communities, if there's community awards that come up, you might feel away if your name is not on the roster because you know how much work you're putting in. And I had to have this real moment with myself where I was like, you know, A, I don't truly even necessarily care about the recognition, right? Like I don't necessarily need the recognition around the work that I'm doing because what I do, it's because it needs to be done and I'm here on a mission. But it was more about the fact that the invitation or the 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 being seen the being seen part in some aspect right like there was an aspect of me that saw how much I was putting in and what really was what was really at the root of the surface thing around you know community awards and how that all goes um what really was at the root of that was me saying hey something's imbalanced here because I'm not getting the output of what I'm of my input is not balanced what I'm putting in is not what I'm getting out and so as I'm going through this journey at the end of last year I recognized that I had to have a complete and total reorganization of not only my work and how I was working also who I was working with how I allowed myself to be credited or or uh, acknowledged around the work and my contribution and my intellectual property there were a lot of friends and relatives that that had to rotate and are continuing to rotate out of my life and and I'll just say like that part is hard the losing of relationships and people that we get close to when we have a moment of change or transition of any kind that part is absolutely hard one of the lessons and one of the takeaways that I learned through my journey was that relationships truly are like they're like the little gems they're like the little power up uh coins if we you know on the super mario kart <laughs> just to throw in a lame example but their relationships from my opinion what i understand and what's given me peace at this point is recognizing getting to a place where i can recognize that the relationship and the person that i was in the relationship with actually taught me something that if I choose to see it and if I choose to look for it and if I choose to apply that lesson it's absolutely inevitably going to result in my evolution and my understanding of the kind of relationships that I am for and am not for my values my non-negotiables the things that really require me to hold my barriers in a healthy way and also getting 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 more serious about the things that bring me joy and the things that feel loving and that recognize my humanity um, as part of the process and so when I look at it that way I recognize that all of what might have felt like and at times really absolutely felt like I was losing everything 
I recognize now that there was just this deep love and response from the universe to my many prayers that I have prayed ever since I was a child and I would sleep with a little pocket Bible that my grandmother gave me under my pillow. Um, the recognition, the understanding is that the goal while we're here is really about what we can learn and integrate and allow to shape us into the powerful divine creators that we all absolutely are. That we have to find the inner harmony, the inner balance within ourselves before we can expect to see a balanced outer world. That a lot of the environmental, racial, social, gender, you know, you name it, any of the injustices, any of the isms, any of the, the ills that are facing our society, I really truly believe now more than ever that it has to start within. That as I heard many people say in some really beautiful spaces that I've gotten to be a part of online, happiness is truly an inside job. And the more we can understand that it's our, our responsibility to take our happiness into our own hands and to have non-negotiables and boundaries when we get into relationships so that we don't look up and find ourselves in situations where we're not doing any of the things that we enjoy. It's our responsibility to go back and retrieve our inner child from wherever he or she or them got left in those moments of feeling helpless as a child and any situation that was traumatizing or that brought about grief that didn't get processed or just caused any sort of emotional block that at some point we have to as adults go back and retrieve that child and to bring them along and say hey I know that there wasn't really a lot of adults around you that you could trust that you knew that understood you but I'm here now and I can be that adult. And a shift happens where we actually understand that the more that we take responsibility for our own lives, the more structures we can create that really work for us, the more happiness that we'll experience and enjoy, the more we'll be connected to something greater than ourselves. And believe me, you know, as a spiritual seeker and a life path seven, I'm not here to convert anybody on any particular religious path, any belief, what have you. On this podcast and in this space, you will hear me talk about and bring on guests from so many different walks of life. And I believe that that is, that is one of the most beautiful lessons that we can learn from nature. And I would say is another lesson and a takeaway from this this time and this dark night of the soul is that nature can coexist in its diversity with harmony. And the more we can learn how to do that as humans, the more that we truly will find world peace. And it really is both that simple and that complex because we're being pit against each other because of our differences and being told and had it put in our face that all these different isms and injustices are separate when really what it comes down to is remembering our greater place in this web that we call Mother Earth, but also 
in the galactic universe? What's the impact that the energy field that we send out from our planet has on the other planets and therefore the universe and the other universes? That there is no thing that is in isolation, that we are truly all connected. And 2020 really showed us that in a really deep and profound way. And a lot of us have been finding this this time and this season as a moment to go in, to go within, literally, to not just be in our homes, but find home within ourselves. And a lot of us are doing home in different ways now. A lot of us are working in different ways now because we were given an opportunity for those of us that seized it and didn't just want to get back to things as quote unquote they were before. We are at an opportunity of true creativity and true reimagination of every single thing around us. But we can't fully take advantage of it. We can't see the blessings and the lesson in it unless we're willing to see where we can be most accountable and having that start with ourselves so that we can truly be a positive contribution to the planet, to our communities, to our households, that we're thinking about the legacy and potentially the mess that we're leaving behind for the generations that come. You know, me as a millennial and as someone who was partially raised um, both by a pack of wolves and also part-time by my grandmother and part-time, part-time by many other people in my village, um, you know, that it come there has to be a point of of recognition there has to be a point of of surrender to this flow that we call life and that just because something is being uprooted let us remember that we're not being punished but really ask the thing that's being uprooted you know ask it if there are any parting words that it has for us you know really sit and look the thing in in its face. You know, if you can't sit with the person and have closure, you can meditate and have a conversation that way. You can write out a letter and burn it and, and release whatever you need to say that way. There are so many ways that you can still honor whatever it is that's being let go, but also recognize the excitement of, it means that there's now space for something new to come in. And it is absolutely, a natural and universal law um, that there will always be a balance of energies. And so when something leaves our lives, you can almost guarantee that one of the, the rituals and natural orders of things is that there's going to be something that comes back in. And the true test, the true testament of our evolution, of my evolution, I think, it, as I'm saying this, my we is also me it's going to be how we respond when the next thing comes in and that's how we will know that's how we'll be able to tell if we truly evolved or if we're allowing ourselves to be stuck in a loop and we're still learning the same lessons and we're still trying to pass the same tests and so even as painful as this shadow work process has been, I think it's also been extremely necessary because until I make peace with my weaknesses and my wounds and retrieve my own inner child and take accountability for the state of my life 
presently, I'm always going to be looking outside of me. And whoever that person is that's fulfilling the need that I have or the void that I have or trying to heal the wound that I have, they will be the ones holding the power. And they can use that to whatever advantage they wish. Now, it's up to me if I want to give my power away. Sometimes I might give my power away and then I take, I can choose to reclaim it after I've given it away for a moment. But it really is always a decision that we're making, whether we realize it or not. And that's been something big for me to recognize is that it's, it's always up to me. It's always been up to me because we live in a universe where free will is how we express our sovereignty as, as sovereign beings made in the image of God. And so for me, <clears throat> as I bring myself back to the space of this podcast and this YouTube channel, and House of Soleil and all of the amazing connections that are already being seeded and blooming that I know are on the way for me, for all of us, that my main and only responsibility is to keep doing what I can to reach for my joy, for my happiness, for love, for the light. And even in moments when it seems really, really dark, if I reach for that, that eventually I can make my way out of that dark night, that eventually I can literally see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's when I choose to not reach. It's when I choose to not try to not see what can be done with the, t- the tools, the elements, the materials around me. Um, when it seems the hardest, but as long as I'm reaching, as long as I'm Retrieving as long as I am staying focused and with my eyes open, I can find the gift in every single thing that life throws my way. And it is a hard thing, but it seems really worth it. And that to me seems to be what's meant by having eternal life, as our energy always remains with us and in the universe, in the universe, in this web of relationships and connection, our imprint will be there forever. And what that imprint is, is completely and totally up to us. So those are some of my reflections, some of my deep dives that I've been on during this journey over the past year. Maybe some of that resonates with you. Maybe some of it doesn't. You know, you can, that's okay too. You are sovereign. You can govern yourself. And you can also just be listening to this for the sake of of listening and hearing somebody else's story. And I appreciate that as well. So as we continue on this season, there will be a lot of beautiful conversations like this one with some reflections and insights from me. Sometimes I might have some background music playing. Sometimes it might just be some sound therapy. Sometimes it might be a guided meditation. Who knows? I am giving myself permission to play and explore and just see 
what feels good about this podcast. And so if y'all are catching this uh, podcast in season two, you're definitely catching it at a time of exploration and, and creativity and just kind of seeing what feels like it wants to be expressed. Um, I also am a poet. And so sometimes I might offer some poetry. So we'll just play with it and see where it goes, see where the energy takes us. Um, I also want to just acknowledge and share that if you all feel compelled to support this podcast in any way, you can do that by going to paypal.me slash the house of Soleil. And that's also going to be in the description box of this episode or at the top right bar uh, of the YouTube channel. If you happen to be catching this on YouTube, I want to take a moment to thank your guides, my guides for all the higher beings that made this connection, this crossing of paths possible. I hope that this message blesses your day in some way. And if it's not meant for you, that you might know the right person to pass it along to. Thank you for being here, for building community, for being your authentic self, and for doing your part in raising the vibration as we enter this new earth. Much love to you, and I'll see y'all next time. Remember to like, subscribe, and share so you never miss an episode. Reach me at houseofsoleil.org slash podcast or on Instagram at The House of Soleil to keep the conversation going. Become a supporter or sponsor to get early access to episodes, discounts on merch, free alignment guides and tools, behind the scenes access with my guest, and much more. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time.